Welcome everybody to another edition of the Gridiron Fix radio show. I am Justin Kish, your guys' host. Today we have a very special interview with Morgan Roberts, quarterback of the Yale Bulldogs. Morgan, what's going on, my friend? How you doing? Hey, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it, man. You know, I'm glad that you were able to take the time to do the interview with us. So, you know, how I kick off my interviews is, you know, I'm the kind of guy that likes to go back to where it all started from. You know, tell us how was football first brought to your attention growing up? Yeah, you know, I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina, you know, uh, in the South ACC slash SEC country. Um, you know, I think I was just originally really attracted to the pageantry of the game. You know, Saturdays and Sundays, I was you know, either playing, dreaming, or watching football. And, um, you know, I mean, just, just the whole pageantry to it, the, you know, <clears throat> college football game day getting ready. And then I actually was a huge Eric Crouch fan. Uh, that was like the first, I remember quarterback, I can really remember just being like, you yeah, know, that's the guy I want to be, but, you know, crazy athlete who's running around, you know, I think, um, you know, throwing for touchdowns, scoring touchdowns, got a good chance to watch him a lot growing up, uh, Notre Dame was obviously on the ton, so, you know, my dad and I just always sat around and watched as much football as we could, and, uh, you know, when it was, you know, halftime or had a break, we'd go and swing the ball around a little bit, so, that always been really attracted to the game, but there was just something special about the sport in the way that, you know, America is attracted to it. You know, what was your youth football, youth football, you know, or time like? You know, a lot of players say, you know, a lot of their careers start at youth football and they go and it develops through high school, eventually college and the pros. You know, how was your youth days like? You know, I, I think uh, people probably had a little bit more of youth experience than I did. <laughs> Most of my youth experience was, you know, uh, playing tackle with the boys outside of, you know, on Friday night games on the field. I remember every Friday night we'd go and, you know, have a have a full game of um, you know ball, but uh, you know it'd be, it'd be tackle. But you know, we go we go to the games to, to you know, I guess watch our country day or you know, whatever the high school was, but then just end up playing our own game on the field or outside the stadium. Uh, I was actually like a little too big to play. I was you know a little overweight, so I was um, didn't play until seventh grade. Seventh grade was my first year of actually playing football, which um, I think was interesting. You know, a lot of my friends were playing pop water and some other stuff at the time. You know, my, my dad kind of kept me out. I played a lot of basketball, played a lot of other sports. But, you know, it's, you know, that's actually, uh, you're to play the game. I think that's, you know, one of the things that, uh, that really attracted me to it is that, you know, I couldn't play until seventh grade. And then it was, you know, once I finally got a chance to really play the game and, you know, dive into the sport, I was just, you know, I was completely, you know, taken by it. Now you mentioned, you know, Country Day, Charlotte Country Day High School is where you played your, you know, your high school, you know, football at. You know, what was your experience like playing in there? You know, tell us about the atmosphere and, you know, overall, you know, your high school experience. Yeah, I mean, you know, I went to Charlotte Country Day K through twelve. I think it's a pretty unique experience, especially you know these days. Even more with quarterbacks, you know, people go where they can play, and that wasn't really like it wasn't like that for me. I, I my entire life, I wanted to be the starting quarterback for Charlotte Country Day since I was in kindergarten. And, uh, you know, the varsity athletes opened the doors for us when we were in kindergarten, you know, during carpool, they had, you know, varsity athletes come read to us in the classrooms, and I, you know, always remember wanting to put on that, you know, black and green letterman jacket and walk down to lower school and, you know, read to the kids, open the door for the parents, um, you know, be able to sport the green and white when it came Friday night, you know, be a Buccaneer. That was really my first uh, dream, was to start quarterback country day, and then, you know, everything else was kind of an afterthought, but... I really wanted to be the starting quarterback for country day, play on Friday nights, and you know, have a chance to swing around on John Cook Field, and you know have the honor and the pleasure to do so for you know two cool seasons. Um, so that was my first real dream, and it was you know the perfect experience because I had you know people who I had been best friends with you know, ten plus years, you know, some of them all the way through kindergarten to to twelfth grade, 
two rows, throwing touchdowns, two rows, hand the ball off, two rows, you know, cheering for on the other end. So I, I think it's one of those really special experiences where, you know, you're, you're playing with your lifelong, lifelong friends, you're playing with people who are going to be in your wedding. Um, that was just such an amazing time for me, and probably my favorite season of football ever would have been my career. Now, you know, Charlotte Country Day, you know, plays against some top teams like Myers Park, you know, Ravenscroft, Davidson Day, and also, you know, what team really took you to your limits, and, you know, what, you know, can you tell us a little about a little bit about that experience? Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, the big thing when I was playing was we played, you know, you had your arc travels, you had Providence Day, you had Charlotte, you had Charlotte Christian, um, those, were, those were the big teams that you played every year. Um, Charlotte Christian had, um, you know, both the Brown brothers played Duke, another kid played Ohio State, uh, you know, linebacker that played the Carolina, Matthias Farley, he played Nickel, played three, um, you know, at Notre Dame. We had a lot of talent on that end, and we played, you know, my roommate, my freshman year college, was Cole Walls, who, um, the linebacker for Shaw Latin. So, played Shaw Latin in the championship game, so they were probably our biggest rival, and growing up, that was the beat. You know, if you were going to, you know, play the championship, you were going to play against Shaw Latin, because they had such a story program, but, you know, in terms of pushing to the limits and, and you know, true athletes, I think you know, playing Christian was a great test for me, and just uh, you know, a great show of how, how good the athletes were. And the, you know, those guys have gone on to have so much success at the, at the next level. You know, in your mind, you know, what is one moment that stands out from the rest? You know, during your playing career at Charlotte or Charlotte Country Day. Yeah, I mean, I I think you know, that's a pretty easy one for me. It was my senior year of the state championship game. Um, you know, at that point we had won one and. Um, I think at least four or six, I can see there's four years or six years, one to two, but you know, it had been a while since Country Day had you know, won a state championship and you know, a pretty story program in Charlotte. So um, my senior year, we played Charlotte and either won 47-17 or 45-17, but you know, I had a really solid game and I think I might have had five touchdowns and you know, ran for over 150 or something like that. So that was easily um, you know, my favorite game and my favorite um, experience probably of all of high school um, was, was winning that state championship game alongside you know, those guys like I mentioned before who I was so very close to. You know, after high school comes, you know, one of the most exciting times because now you're going up to the next level in the football competition after college recruitment and, you know, in college football in general. You know, tell us about your recruitment trail, you know, what, how are your visits like, you know, what teams were interested in you, and, you know, it was said that you, you actually committed to Clemson. Um, tell us about, you know, your whole experience during your recruitment trail. Yeah, well, I mean, like I committed to Clemson um, probably a month or two before signing day. Um, I talked to them throughout the process. I think it was always this battling notion of, you know, Ivy League versus, you know, big-time Division One football. Um, and, uh, you know, felt like at that time that Clemson was every fit for me. You know, I was only offered later um, than most guys. But, you know, I was offered you know, more towards, you know, that last two months before signing day. Um, you know, I guess, you know, kind of became a little bit hotter in terms of, uh, you know, teams were picking up late, or maybe you know their quarterback prospect dropped out, and you know became a you know, a quality alternative. Um, but yeah, once I got offered by Clemson, pretty much got offered by you know a lot of big schools that kind of uh, flooded in after that. But stayed true to my original Clemson commitment, and then you know played there for two years before transferring to Yale. Yeah, that was the, the you went right into it and basically you know answered my my next question. But you know going into that a little bit, you know what you know made you want to transfer from Clemson. I know Clemson has a lot of great talented quarterbacks there. You know you're a very talented quarterback yourself. You know why did you decide to you know move on from Clemson and you know what made your decision go from Clemson to Yale? Yeah, I, I think it's a lot more. It's a lot. Uh, excuse me. It's a lot less um, football related than a lot of people think. 
Um, you know, obviously, I was, it was an unbelievable experience playing under Coach, uh, Coach Whitney and Coach Morris, you know, directly under those two guys, both brilliant coaches, obviously. Coach Morris is at SMU now. Coach Whitney, you know, Coach of the Year, Walsh Campus of the Year this year. Table on that championship game. Um, and it, it wasn't at all because of them or because of the Clemson's football team or, or really Clemson's University. It was just, you know, felt like at the time that, you know, I was kind of in a rut and needed to, you know, um, try to become a little more around it. I really wanted a little more arts education. It was something that, that Clemson didn't offer. Um, you know, I think Clemson's got some amazing programs, you know, from business to uh, engineering, but um, just really wanted a little arts pro- uh, program somewhere where I could, you know, take a, a variety of different classes and maybe have a little bit more um, opportunity to, to choose my academic, um, maybe have a little more autonomy over my academic schedule. So uh, that was one thing I really wanted, and, and Yale provided that, certainly. Um, but couldn't have been more grateful to play underneath Taj and learn from those coaches and those people who I'm you know, still very close with today. You know, you know, transferring, you know, systems, transferring offenses, you know, what was your transition like from a Clemson offensive playbook to, you know, a Yale offensive playbook? You know, I mean, they're both spreading their little teams, but the verbiage, um, you know, the overall, uh, I mean, you know, outlook of the offense, the, you know, the way that, um, you know, the coaches called the plays, everything was, they really took an adjustment to me a year to, um, you know, really shift through and, uh, you know, become confident so that I wasn't thinking I was just playing. It probably took me a full year, I think, to do that. And I wish I could have gotten in at spring or, you know, a couple more practices other than just that fall camp um, before I jumped in, you know, to, to play Yale. But um, it, was an, it was a great experience. It was, it was tough, you know, acclimating to all that at the same time. You know, I believe school, new offense, um, new new people. We had a totally different lifestyle uh, than before. Um, but I think that you know, I really grew as a person then. You know, when you're really pushed to your limits academically, socially, you know, um, athletically, you, you become a better person. I, I think that, you know, that first semester, especially Yale, really, um, I, you know, I really grew a lot as an individual. Um, in terms of actual scheme, really, really loved Yale's scheme, and, uh, it, but, but it, was, it was different. You know, the verbiage was different. It was a little more post-style oriented. Um, maybe a little more run game first, especially when we had Varga uh, there. You know, incredible running back boost play for the Colts right now. Um, so it took me a while to, before I was, you know, wasn't saying the play in two languages. You know, as, as our coaches like to say, you know, I was, you know, taking every play and then putting it in Clemson's language and then putting it in the Yale's language so that I could, you know, kind of filter through it. And, you know, once I cut out the middleman, I, I was much better player. You know, while playing, you know, for Yale, you know, you played under Coach Tony Reno, offensive coordinator Joe, Joe Conlin. You know, how did both, you know, coaches change your style of game, you know, you know since first coming on campus? I think the biggest thing I learned, and Coach Reno helped me do this, is that you really have to understand the why. You know, you have to understand why your coach is calling your plays. You have to understand, you know, um, you know the overall, you know, why the offense understands the scenarios. I mean, that's the, the big thing is, for two years, you know, I wasn't really managing an offense. I wasn't managing a game. You know, it had been a while to understand situations. Um, it had been a while before, you know, coaches were calling live plays in the games so that I could understand why they're making the calls and just have a, have a better feel for the flow. Um, and then, you know, by, by my junior year, or redshirt senior year, or redshirt junior year, uh, if that's what you want to call it, um, really started to understand the why and understand, the, you know, the whole concept of the offense. Once you I understand it conceptually, it makes it so much easier. You, know, you understand what they want, and then you're able to execute, you know, their vision for the offense. And that's when uh, your Coach Colin was so good about was, you know, really helping explain the why to me and, 
um, Coach Cahill, who's, you know, like another father to me, who's my quarterback coach, um, really helped me with that as well. And, uh, you know, I mean, fundamentals are all a part of it, but just really understanding the, you know, uh, the, the full, you know, the full picture. You know, not, not just seeing, you know, a play name, but understanding the down distance, understanding, um, you know, the coverages they're giving you. I, I learned so much about that um, under Coach Reno and under Coach Collins. You know, the Ivy League is personally one of my favorite FCS levels, you know, divisions to watch. You know, there's a lot of, you know, hidden talents, you know, stashed away in the Ivy League. You know, guys like yourself. Um, there's guys in the NFL that used to play in the Ivy League, you know, like guys like Zach Hodges. Um, you know, when it pertains to the level of competition, you know, there's Dartmouth, there is, you know, Harvard, Penn, Princeton. You know, what, what kind of school or what in particular was one of the hardest schools you had to face, you know, within the Ivy League? Yeah, I think my biggest point to that, like you said, is there's plenty of Division One guys that would start at Big Ten schools. There's guys in the Ivy League that would start at Alabama. I mean, that sounds crazy, but it's the truth. I and mean, there's guys who are athletic enough and, you know, are good enough ball players to start on, you know, quality Division One football teams, you know, uh, FBS, you know, championship-level football teams. Um, the biggest difference is the um, the depth. You know what I'm saying? It's, you're not going to have as many of those type guys. And you might not have... You know, your freak show, Sammy Watkins, that runs a, you know, four, high four two forty, and, you know, a 6'1", but, you know, there's incredible players in the league, and like you said, um, you know, people have gone on and had success in the NFL, uh, Hodges, Cron Reed, you know, if you tackle from Princeton, um, you look at Barger last year, when he was healthy, or running back, um, for two years ago, he led the country, uh, led the NFL in return yardage for, for a while, so, it's a lot of talent in the league, and I, I think, um, Harvard had a lot of that talent, and, um, you know, those are those are some of the best games um, in my career. So I was able to throw for 400 plus yards against this year, but still wasn't able to, you know, to, to take down the Crimson because they're just so talented in every position. Um, they do a great job of recruiting and bringing in quality players and then developing them. Uh, most of their guys don't play until they're juniors and seniors, which I think gives them a distinct advantage. But um, hopefully, yeah, we'll come knock on the door pretty soon. You know, before we get into the NFL draft questions, I want to ask you, you know, I ask every athlete this, you know, what you know, what does it mean to be a part of your team? But to you, what does it mean to be a Yale Bulldog? Yeah, I mean, we talk about it all the time. Um, it's just such a, it's such a tight-knit group. It's such a family. I mean, everyone uses that. It kind of becomes a cliche, right, that, you know, it's you know, football of my family. But, um, you know, it's a totally different, totally different outlook, I think, is if we should meet up. There's no division between offense and defense, it's a, it's a brotherhood. Um, you know, we talk so much about what our core values, we have a creed that our whole team sits together, you know, that includes our core values and what it means to be a football player, which I can't recite because it's, you know, serious to the team, but, um, you know, there's a, there's a distinct, um, you know, core values that you have to, you know, live up to and, and live your life by if you want to be a, a young bulldog. And um, I really enjoyed, you know, playing alongside those guys, people who, I really respect on and off the field what incredible stories um, unlike you would you know unlike anything you would hear at any level I think people who are incredibly intelligent people who you know have come from you know uh, hard upbringings and you know really it, it's an amazing to me when and someone who comes from such disadvantaged um, you know background can can come to an Ivy League school and be successful that's just you know, the ultimate American dream and the ultimate success story in my in my opinion. Um, so I've got a lot of people on the team that um, I really do consider my family, and uh, you know I, I miss them a ton already. You know I graduated in December, and I've kept up with a lot of those guys, but you know it, it's hard not being around those people that um, mix highly up. 
This is Morgan Roberts We got uh, of Yale University. The Yale Bulldogs, such a fantastic Ivy League school, a lot of great development and a lot of great, you know, pride going into that school. Now, Morgan, let's jump into the NFL draft. You know, you're now on your road to the National Football League. You know, how are you currently preparing yourself for the draft? Did you get an invite to the combine? Um, and how are you, you know, ready yourself for the pro day? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm actually working with Chip Smith Performance Systems in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, we've got a lot of really, really good players down here who I'm working out with. You know, people from Michigan State, Vanderbilt, um, you know, Georgia, I mean, Georgia Tech, I mean, the Wake Forest, you know, Alabama, you know, any big time team. And then also, you know, some FCS guys like me who, you know, are, um, you know, probably from, from smaller teams and, you know, smaller divisions. We have the Division Two Heisman, I think it's the Harlan Award. Um, winner Jason Daniel who are also working you know, working out with us. So we've got an awesome group of guys that are really working their tails off. Um, you know, it, it's been fun really working on, you know, the pro style aspect of the game that I haven't, you know, been as sharp with in the past just because I never really got an understanding of my career. So it's been um, good to, to really spend some time and focus on, you know, the five set drops and seven set drops all the footwork that's involved in the rhythm game, um, that you see on Sundays. Um, you know, it's it's interesting, you know, coming out last year, I was, what, the number two passer in the SGS or something like that behind Vernon Adams. And then, you know, I mean, offensively, we didn't have the season we would like to have. We had some injuries, uh, you know, but I learned so much from the season. So I feel, um, you know, if a GM came in and asked me, you know, that question, what's the difference between your stats a year ago and this year, I would just say uh, that I learned so much on the field and, you know, worked so much harder to, you know, have the success that we had this year than the year before because of all the, um, you know, adversity that came our way. Um, so I learned a lot from that and probably grew as much as the football player in the season as I ever had before. Uh, you know, in terms of the pro day, just, just work out every day, trying to get in shape, you know, lower all those times, uh, not invited to a combine, um, not doing any of the regional combines either, but, um, you know, just kind of playing it at my pro day and, you know, hopefully we'll impress you know, during your time at, at Yale, you know, you play both quarterback, you played wide receiver. You know, do you consider a potential, you know, position change at the next level? No, I, I think if anything, that just shows my mobility. Um, you know, people think Ivy League, people think pocket passer based on my, you know, statistical numbers. But, um, you know, the fact that I wasn't able to play receiver for a game against Princeton and um, Brown, I think maybe against Harvard as well, um, my sophomore season due to, a, you know, shoulder injury. Um, showed that I was, you know, a versatile player who, you know, that's like enough to be split out. Um, you know, that I'm not just a pocket passer, that I'm a mobile guy who can, you know, buy time or, you know, get those five yards on third and five or, you know, get those 10 yards today on third and 10. That's, that's really what, um, you know, the, uh, the play that, you know, coverage requires. Uh, so I, you know, proud of that, proud of, you know, being able to help my team at the time that, you know, they asked me to, you know, go play wide out and, you know, didn't. Didn't think twice about it. Just thought about how could I possibly help the team win, and if that was you know, the best for the team, then no question, I'll go out there and, and play wide out. Full scoring, a touchdown, obviously as well. <laughs> um, you know, no, no position change for sure. Now, when you look at yourself on film, you know, you're, you're a very, you know, mobile quarterback. You know, I was watching a lot of game film on you before this interview even takes place. You know, when you look at yourself on film, on your, on, on, on a personal, you know, scan report on yourself, you know, what are some of your strengths and some of your weaknesses that, you know, that you're trying to develop a little bit more and get those a little bit more stronger, which will help your draft status? Yeah, I mean, I, I think one of the things, like I mentioned earlier, is just I'm uh, not really used to, you know, the seven-step drops, the five-step drops, the, you know, stretch outside zone, play action um, type footwork, um, something that I'm looking to show in my pro day that 
that I can do and be um, be very effective uh, at because um, you know as a mobile guy, you know you think of you know, guys like Jake Palmer or people who could you know a little more mobile that you can get on the you know the half rolls, the bootleg stuff that you know can utilize their mobility and, and you know threaten the defense uh, with their legs as well. Um, you know in terms of uh, my film, I think. You know, I've, I've learned a lot from my film. I think you can see, you know, there's many times, as, you know, as you watch the game that I recognize coverage and was able to get us in the right play and get us in the right situation that um, we were able to execute, um, especially given, you know, all the injuries that we had this season, especially. Um, I, I'd say, you know, one of the other weaknesses, my carriage was a little bit higher. You know, I've already lowered it down, you know, probably more, um, you know, around chest level instead of, you know, right at the shoulder where it was um, before. And it, it's actually been very effective throwing it. You know, I think I'm throwing the ball now better than I've ever thrown in my entire life. So, you know, if anything, I'm just like, let's get this pro down the road. Let's, you know, let's, let's get it going because I can't wait to show people all the, all the changes, all the hard work I've put in these last couple of months. Now, we got two questions left for you before we let you go. Now, one of the biggest questions here is if you could compare yourself to any current NFL quarterback, who would you compare yourself to and why? Um... You know, if you're going to compare yourself, you might as well go big, right? I, I'll say uh, Aaron Rodgers. He's my favorite uh, quarterback in the NFL right now. I think he's mobile and, and buys time with his mobility. Uh, that's something that I'm working on, um, you know, with buying time in the pocket, letting those deeper plays develop. Um, you know, working a lot of, with my quarterback coach, Frenchie Avery. Um, working on that a lot with, you know, Chess Smith and you know, being as mobile as possible. Um, but, uh, you know, just the overall arm strength, uh, and arm strength piece and the ability to get the ball out quick. You know, I've always considered myself a, a really good quick game quarterback, and I don't think there's a better quick game quarterback in the country, I mean, in the world, excuse me, um, than Aaron Rodgers. So, you know, I'd like to consider myself like Aaron Rodgers, and I'm just working every day to be, you know, as close to that as possible. Now, our final question for you before we let you go, is there any advice you can give to any of the aspire, aspiring high school football athletes, quarterbacks, you know, you name it, any position out there, any advice you can give to the much younger talent in high school wanting to play college football and beyond that level of college football? Yeah, absolutely. I think the biggest thing is, you know, whoever's listening to this, just, just have fun with it. Um, you know, there's a lot of ups and downs in life, just like there's a lot of ups and downs in football, and uh, you can't you know, look at it negatively. You have to understand that, you know, your team might always win, you might always play your best, but understand why you play the game. You play the game because it's fun, you play the game because it brings you so much joy, it brings you, um, you know, brothers that you'll have left your life, it brings you, you know, the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. Um, football is just a giant metaphor for life, so just make sure you're enjoying every day, every practice, every rep. So there you guys have That is Morgan Roberts of the Yale Bulldogs. Morgan, thank you so much for your time. I hope you know, you know, everything goes well for you during your pro day. I guarantee it it will. We'll see you in the NFL, my friend. Thank you so much. Appreciate it, man. Have a good one. You too.